no question that we as the world's inhabitants are being led on a path that we have never walked before. It is for such a time as this that we need to keep our hearts and eyes firmly fixed on God who truly knows the end from the beginning. When we are afraid and worried about what may happen tomorrow, amidst all of this confusion and separation that is upon the world, let us be encouraged by God's glorious hope that he gives on every page of the Bible. I'm Angelique Detoy and I'm delighted to have you join me on today's podcast. This is episode 6 about having hope in the wilderness. And it does seem like we're in a wilderness at present, doesn't it? The streets are empty, the gathering places are barren, the sound of children playing in the parks and streets has quietened. Continuing challenges to the global economy is the unknown right now, and everyone seems to be asking, how long will this unseen, invisible separator and disruptor of humankind be on earth? It is at times like these easy to slide into anxiety, fear or depression, and sometimes we even forget to breathe. And this is why what you listen to, watch and what you think about all day is of vital importance to your overall sense of well-being. The key driving force in all that we are experiencing right now is that this wilderness is only for a season. We have many, many promises that are there for us and all we need to do is to live into them so that they become our reality. You can imagine that while the Israelites were wandering around the wilderness for 40 years, they would have needed hope to keep pressing on. And here is a beautiful promise to hold on to. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land of flowing streams and pools of water, with fountains and springs that gush out in the valleys and hills. It is a land of wheat and barley, of grapevines, fig trees and pomegranates, of olive oil and honey. It is a land where food is plentiful and nothing is lacking. It is a land where iron is as common as stone and copper is abundant in the hills. You can read more about that in Deuteronomy chapter 8. While it may seem all doom and gloom in this wilderness state we find ourselves in, this is a perfect opportunity to take a moment to recognize the greatness, and I mean truly recognize, the greatness and omnipotence of Almighty God. Isaiah, who was human just like you and just like me, tried to describe this almighty power this way. I'm reading from Isaiah 40 verses 12 to 15 from The Voice. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand or marked off the heavens with the span of his hand? Who has held the dust of the earth in a basket or weighed the mountains on a scale and the hills with a balance? Who has directed the spirit of the Lord or informed him as his counsellor? Whom did he consult to enlighten him? And who taught him the paths of justice? Who imparted knowledge to him and showed him the way of understanding? Surely the nations are like a drop in a bucket. They are considered a speck of dust on the scales. He lifts up the islands 
like fine dust. You see, when we get our perspective of God in his fullest measure, not that we can entirely conceive this, however, somehow the trials on earth seem to get downsized to what they really are. It reminds me of that popular hymn of old, Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Every person will at some stage in their lives have the invitation to go through the transformation to get them from their wilderness to their promised land. The transformation process requires an inside-out approach to shift the obstacles that keep you trapped and hinder your ability to powerfully impact your external environment. Transformation means letting go of those things that weigh you down and overwhelm you so that you're able to travel light to the promised land that awaits you. The wilderness is a harsh place to live because it is often characterized by isolation, rejection and desperation. The wilderness is where you live when you don't willingly go through the process of personal transformation and single-heartedly follow the instructions that God so graciously gives for our good. If you remember that the wilderness is a vital part of the journey, the promised land looks far more promising. Emerging out of the wilderness calls for your willingness not to let your past interfere with your present or dabble with your future. Like Lot's wife, we cannot afford to look back and become lifeless without reaching our yet-to-be-expressed potential. Living your life with powerful expression requires your enthusiasm to live life with energy and vitality, to work well, to love unconditionally, and to always be open to new opportunities. You must be aware, be alert, and be insightful enough to recognize when your promised land reveals itself. Be prepared to take risks and to take action. Your life leadership cannot be built on what you are going to do. And I want to say that again because it's such an important point. Your life leadership or even your relationships cannot be built on what you are going to do. It can only be built on what you do. So take responsibility for who you are, for your actions and for your outcomes. Because the moment you blame shift, you shift your responsibility to someone else and diminish your leadership in the eyes of others. Never stop the quest for self-development, improvement and personal and career growth. You cannot inspire others if you stay stuck in the wilderness. And you are a real candidate to inspire others when you come out the other side strengthened, renewed, transformed and ready to make a difference to the world around you. You can then wonderfully share your journey from a position of strength and that for the benefit of others. So what does your promised land look like? Stop for a moment, take a notepad and pen or your iPad 
and write down what you experience when you find yourself in the wilderness instead of the promised land. Do you have a lack of provision? Do you feel weary? Has frustration set in? Do you have low to no productivity or feelings of uselessness and idleness? This in itself should be the catalyst to make you want to press on very swiftly to your promised land. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 60, he portrays beautiful imagery of how we, if we are not cautious, live partially in the wilderness, which is the dark, and partially in the promised land or the light, if we don't make a distinct and definite decision to arise from our current situation. The times we are living in at this moment is perfectly described in Isaiah 60. Arise from the depression and the prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and dense darkness all peoples. But the Lord shall arise upon you and his glory shall be seen on you. And nations shall come to the light, to your light, and the kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes round about you and see. That seems to sum up our world right now. God's light and hope is meant to shine and radiate through us as his people, to bring light into a very dark and depressed world. light won't shine until you arise, take your stand and leave your own personal wilderness to enter that glorious land that awaits. Your best is still out ahead of you. So how do you make your way to your promised land, you may ask? Well, when God led the Israelites through the desert, he went before them in a pillar of cloud to guide their way by day and in a pillar of fire to give them light by night, so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place before the people. And that's what happens with us when we keep our eyes on God, keep our ears glued to his word, which is loaded with instruction for daily living and direction. And let us be reminded that his commands are never for our detriment or judgment. They are always for our good. So why not keep a journal and write down what your land of promise looks like? What does your promised land hold for you? And what changes would you need to make to transition from the wilderness to that beautiful land? What price are you prepared to pay to get there? And how desperately do you want to be out of your wilderness? What more needs to happen before you make the change? You must be able to craft the vision, 
to see it in your mind's eye to make your way forward. Knowing how to get to this promised land is going to require reflective thinking, taking everything and everyone into account. You'll have to see the bigger picture before you. Look at the new bountiful horizon and let it become a beacon light for you, shining on you for direction all the way. Dream it, believe it, write it, see it, share it, plan it, work it out and enjoy it. And above all, have great hope for it. It is time to leave the wilderness behind and to enter your new and beautiful promised land. So from me, Angelique de Toy, may God bless you and keep you. May God make his face to shine upon you and give you his glorious peace. And remember, hope will always light up your way. I look forward to connecting with you for episode 7, where we will talk about the power in stillness.